Hi, everyone. Welcome back to How to College First Gen, where we have real conversations about what it's like to be a first-generation student before, during, and after college. For those of you new to the podcast, our goal here is to democratize knowledge we've gained along the way, learn a bit more about the first-gen experience, and hopefully help others going through some of the challenges first-gens experience by sharing lessons learned from fellow first-gens. I'm Destiny, one of the podcast interns and a first-generation student myself. Today, we'll be talking about senioritis, specifically what it is, previous experiences with it, and what can be done to combat it moving forward. The term has a negative connotation to it, and today my guests and I debunk them with real stories, real emotion, and real truth. So first off, you know, I know we have had our own off-cam conversations about senioritis, so I want to go ahead and start our conversation today on how you would define it personally. Senioritis is typically defined as an alleged or, you know, supposed lack of motivation or decline in performance during a student's final year of schooling. And this can be high school and college alike. It's problematic because it insinuates that students use senioritis as an excuse to believe they are entitled to being lazy. I generally understand senioritis to be closely associated with academic burnout, if not academic burnout itself, you know. Now, some students have given their accounts on the slight difference, but you really see the outcome to be the same despite what it's called. Um, You see similar symptoms such as, you know, students' grades drop, they're simply just not completing assignments. You have many extreme cases of procrastination and so forth. Like you can see it manifest in their physical appearance. If they used to, you know, always be dressed, they come to class not dressed anymore, sweatpants and t-shirt, you know, things like that. Now, burnout is said to be a form of stress which enables a person to battle with physical and mental exhaustion that also involves a sense of reduced accomplishment and loss of personal identity. So, essentially, I I understand senior writers to be a level of burnout. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. You clearly have very much insight and experience with the concept of senioritis and the experience. So I want to ask you if you wouldn't mind sharing your first experience of senioritis with us. My first time experiencing senioritis, um, having to reflect from doing this interview with you, I honestly feel like my first time experiencing senioritis was as a fifth grader in elementary school. Um, you know, just not knowing or having that language to give it a name. But I know we were all going through that same thing. You know, fifth grade around um, the time of the end of the year, before you take your standardized testing, like that period of time where it's not really anything, um, any new material for the teacher to teach you because the tests are coming up. Um, so in that time frame, you would have some teachers who would still just want to review, 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 or still just try to give you little tasks to do, um, to study, to keep the material on your brain, I guess, and, um, help you out with the test, you know, just a lot of review, 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 but all you want to do is go outside. You see other um classes and their teachers are taking them outside or letting them be in the gym, kind of giving them, it looks like a period to relax before 
these tests are coming up. And I remember having a teacher who wanted to review, review, review. And I was not feeling that because my, my, um, math teacher, her, she was letting her homeroom class, you know, do all those things like go outside and go to the gym and things like that. And so, I just remember just being so tired and just sitting in her class and just feeling, you know, very defeated. Like, I don't want to do these things right now. I just need a, a minute to rest. Um, so I do feel like that was my first time experiencing and just not having the language. I guess now my next question is how are things going for you right now as you approach, you know, these final moments leading up to your graduation this upcoming May of 2023. Oh, so now that I'm a senior in college and graduation is rolling around again, I definitely find myself in that constant state of exhaustion, <laughs> stress, and, you know, just feeling overwhelmed a bit. My motivation, I find it to be simultaneously low and high, but I think think that's happening intentionally. Again, I don't want to consume myself with all of these things and I don't want to fall off right before graduation. So now my new mantra is to take everything one day at a time, really one day at a time. And I'm now choosing to really prioritize my mental health before anything, anything, um, schoolwork, class, work, whatever it is, I am choosing my mental health. Um, if I don't feel okay, I'm taking that time to get okay, to, to be okay before I continue. I'm literally so proud of you. And I'm so just grateful that despite, you know, all the challenges you have experienced and experiencing, you know, senior writers and stuff like that, you still manage to get where you are because it's like a big deal. And like life itself is a big deal. So I just want to say congratulations for being so awesome and getting to this point. I know you have so much knowledge to share with everyone because like we bounce experiences and ideas and stuff off each other all the time as we've done for like many, many years now. So I want to present you this opportunity. You know, any final words and advice you would have for rising seniors or anyone coming to college as first-generation college students and stuff like that, and anything you would want to tell them that you feel like, you know what, I've learned this over the last couple of years, since we have been taking college classes since we were, what, 13, 14 years old, what we've learned now from 13 and 14 years old to 20 and 21 right now, what have we learned that you feel like, hands down, if we knew back then, it would have made us feel a lot better and you know, take some of the stress off of this process. I happen to reflect more on this topic. Um, I feel that I also understand the ways in which senioritis is closely linked to fear. Um, because during that spring semester of your senior year of high school or, you know, your senior year, you are constantly thinking and worrying about what is next? And, and graduation, you actually start off with graduation. You're worried about photos, wardrobe, hair. I mean, some of us are worried about if we're actually going to graduate. I mean, are you in good academic standing? Are you going to be by the time the final grades are due? Um, if you're going to college, 
What college are you going to? What are you going to major in? What will you pursue after? If you're not going to college, what are you going to do now? What what does adulting look like for you? What does adulting look like, period? All of these things that bring all of these emotions, it is extremely overwhelming to deal with at once. And it causes you to tap out on your important responsibilities. Um, so I say dedicate time to your needs. Um, dedicate the time, take the time, take the space to give yourself what you need. I also, I also would say to find a balance or, you know what, maybe I shouldn't say a balance. I should say a significant outlet. I know that I just said uh, I tried to maintain a balance and that's what helped me. But I think when I say that, you know, don't get it misconstrued. It's not always possible to equally play and work as we know, which, I mean, a lot of people feel that you should equally play and work. But what it is, is that you have to do the things that allow you to decompress and reset. So you have to find a significant outlet. And this may be something that you don't currently practice or you you aren't currently interested in. But like I said, you have to try new things. You have to put yourself out there. You have to let go of that fear. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening. Um, I hope this is beneficial for at least one person you out there, you know, one person who hears this. So I guess I'll leave you all with this. The greatest superpower you have is your thoughts. Release them, control them, believe them. Shape them in whichever ways you need to, to reach your greatest potential. Do not dwell on the things you cannot control, but change what you cannot accept. Please do not let negativity infiltrate your mind because these are the demons. Negativity and fear are the demons we carry on our backs. Sometimes trusting the process looks like $7.81 in your bank account and knowing that things are falling apart because you're getting built something bigger and better, more than you can imagine. So instead, use your mind to protect you, guide you and support you, and to love you. Thank you so much, Janaya, for coming to talk to us today about senioritis. We appreciate you so much. You're so cool. And just know that you are always supported by the people here at HTC. All right, you guys, catch you later.